Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 19th of September. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And boy, even on weird slates, some people do win the money. Congrats to Burkles yesterday. Nice takedown of the uh, the, the showdown slate playing. I, I do see some of the guys from yesterday's thing I, I said. I, I had a pretty good read on the, the showdown slate. Uh, I think I have a show. Oh, I didn't even share my own screenshot. I almost took down also. Um, I was like, oh, he had Arius too. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's how you do it. <laughs> I did not have Arius. Um, so, but I had a captain. Wow. Yeah. That's an incredible lineup. No pitcher at all. Wow. Okay. That's the, that's the hard one. Pick everybody who hits a home run in a game. Impressive. Um, yeah. I, I didn't even clock how impressive that lineup was. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, didn't I say Nelson was Velasquez, one of the few guys I put on the um, uh, yesterday, Melendez. Naylor, Melendez, and Massey were my my choices. Anyway, um, yeah, because I played Naylor captain, and he did, he did good. Um, okay, and then the other thing is, how about that football slate, huh, guys? That was pretty interesting in a lot of ways. We're going to review it in a second, um, just to talk about it a little bit. But first of all, I did say play backup running backs. I did not quite get it exactly right, the right ones. So I did kind of. So in the winning lineup, I don't know if you guys saw it, look it up. Uh, Jay Bressel, Squirrel Patrol took it down. Congratulations, man. I love it whenever an OG wins, right? Because it kind of suggests that this is a real thing, right? Like earlier this week, when was it, like Tuesday or something? I said, um, I just shouted him out on a random day because on a random day, he lost $3,000. I lost money. Um, but I just, I remember it was like, where was it Two, Cause I, cause I was like, well, um, I was trying to figure out what I'd done wrong that night. And I was comparing, I was like, well, if, if squirrel patrol did it, yeah, yeah, here it is. It was on September 14th. So how long is that? Five days ago. And this didn't work for him on that night. This was the, uh, which slate was this? Oh yeah, it was that really gross um, millionaire millionaire showdown slate, and um, that night I was trying to figure out exactly what I had done wrong, and so I went and I looked at what Squirrel Patrol was doing. This is like five days ago before he won the millionaire, and you know what he was doing? The exact same thing he did today, the last night to win the million. So this is why you go and have a look at what the pros are doing, because yeah, he lost three thousand dollars or whatever it was on that night. Who cares, right? Because he won a million dollars tonight, and it's not his first first rodeo. Squirrel Patrol is an OG. And he's using these methods that we're talking about. Granted, the Roto Grinders version. I, you know, I'm not sponsored. I don't. I don't particularly. Uh, I've never used Roto Grinders. I find the way that they give um, coverage to to niche sports as a way to get your attention is nice. But besides that, I mean, like obviously, he is someone to pay attention to, right? And so when he's playing slates with that much money on the table, and he did it again last night, his average salary. I have a. I retweeted uh, Flair for DFS. You guys should follow this guy. I just love the way he's doing. Uh, his numbers are just like everything he's tweeting. I, I just, I might, I would retweet all of it, but you know, come on. He's editing his tweets too much though. So I, it doesn't look great on video, but um, yeah. So let's look at his lineups last night to, to win that million dollars. How did he set it up? For me, the, the big takeaway was his salary range, 39.7 to 47.2. Absolute max was 2.8K on the table. I don't know about you guys, but I was not sufficiently aggressive last night. I was, you know, I left 2K on the table sometimes. I left uh, maybe one lineup that was in his range of aggressiveness. But yeah, 
just in terms of most of his were falling about 10 K on the table. And so I don't know. The other, the other thing is I didn't, I listened to my gut a little bit. Like I, uh, well, this is not, yeah, right. I came off a hundred percent of Jamal. That's what like my gut was listening to, but I stayed on a hundred percent Chubb and I, I added Ford in, um, showdown. So I almost took down showdown, but I still had Chubb. So I didn't take, um, but my gut was my gut slash also my council of dudes. DK is a very smart guy. And towards the end, he was saying, you know, who looks under own to me um, is, is Ford. And I had seen that too, because we had been looking at that. Do I still have that up in a different window? No. Um, but we had been looking at snap counts, right? And when we were looking at snap counts, do I not have that up? In, yeah, I might have that up in a different window still. Yeah. Oh, I, I have every other team, but then, but I'll pull up the snap counts and we'll pull in, uh, I don't know teams uh okay well i want to do brown's snap count week one because this is something that had been pulled up before the game and like i was thinking about it and noticed i mean like the the breakdown of the fantasy points in game one was terrible but the breakdown of the snaps was not no sorry this is game two already wow okay man there's they're fast okay so but i mean how do i season uh week week one so if you go back to week one so it's not the terrible week you still had 41 percent snap percent for drill four he had look at this points per 100 snap not 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 gonna happen again he almost 50 50 snapped chubb so like chubb getting hurt was not the reason i i mean you can ask him yourself but squirrel patrol had a good reason to be on I don't know, 30%, way more than the field of, of um, Ford without an injury um, narrative. Like it, the snaps were there in week one. And, and that's why it was like one of my last things because my council of dudes was on it. I was on it. And anyway, that was, so that was frustrating. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So let's go to contests. We have one more review thing to do for, before we get going for today's slate, you can probably fast forward about five minutes if you, you're just in the mood for getting today's slate information, but since we've reviewed the the big money, you know, it's a million dollars. We got to pay attention to that extra much, right? Like you, you should be playing the million dollar competitions. You should be learning about that primarily because that's, the, I mean, that, and also I guess the $3 million best ball competition that I'm doing terrible in, those are the, just the way to win the most money, right? Like um, it's uh, if you're, if you're here to, to win money, that's what, what you're looking at. So speaking of need lunch money, another one of these like top, 10 even he's one yeah petty theft need lunch money jay bressel awesome there's like you know 10 20 ogs and the fact that they win all the money number one they have to put it in the responsible gaming part of the stuff because you all need to know you're at a disadvantage these guys are winning all the money all the time but number two it's it means there's method to the madness they're not winning it by accident and so that's all i'm saying is like I like it that they win all the time because that means I could win all the time. It means that all you have to do is get your method correct and you could be winning all the time like these guys. Um, so need lunch money. Let's check. Is our method correct? Wow. Seven games slate, but that's a lot of money on the table for this point in the season, but strict stacked. So there's two different strategies, right? We've been recently, it seems like in baseball, the winning strategy has been mostly high efficiency, using up almost all of your salary. But I guess lunch money is staying on fully stacked because, yeah, SIM ROI was negative on this one. 
because it's last week and I still got it. I was like, why do I have that information? I'm not paying for that. But yeah, it's very nice. They have it set in time. Whenever I had the, the beta, I still get that information. So the SIM ROI is negative because this is a weird lineup that leaves too much money on the table. Um, but it won because it was stacked. And fully stacked means these numbers in the stack five and three add up to eight. That's all the guys. So he just needed two things to happen that night. Houston to smash and Texas to smash. And I don't know if you remember about six days ago, that happened. They both smashed. And so he won all the money. His actual points were, yeah, it was a lot. I remember that night. He won by more than a hit. And whenever you win in a big competition by more than a hit, speaking of, I think last night, uh, Jay Bressel won by more, like a touchdown or something. Incredible. Now, granted, granted, I didn't even mention Pittsburgh D was kind of BS, right? Like whenever there's two defensive touchdowns on a four-game slate, fine. Luck box, 10%. Having them in the pool, okay. Having them in that one lineup, extreme luck box. Everybody gets it. Like, you, as long as defenses are part of it, though, there's no, why even mention it, right? Like, it doesn't count against the specific guy, you know? Like, he had a zillion shares of Ford anyway. So, he would have gotten to it with a different lineup. So, anyway. Um, but, and I mean, like, in my very first, one of the very first videos we made for showdowns and short slates, um, I was talking about backup running backs, backing backup tight ends. Don't ever forget about them. They're always underutilized. Maybe not next week after this thing happened, but you know, like general, the chance of injury in the NFL is higher than people would expect. It's at least two percent for a main um, a main RB to go down with a bad injury in the beginning of a game, and so the backup RB is not going to be owned in the captain two percent. So that's going to always be leveraged there for you if you want it. But it's kind of me. Ah, nerdy tenor again, man. This guy is another one of those guys. I think mostly I would follow him for baseball right now, based on what I've been seeing. But the check man, dude, rocked it last night, won the showdown. Uh, top two in the first showdown. He's solo. Dope, man. And, and my favorite part, my favorite part is I had noticed it. I had noticed it like when he did it. I was like, damn, that's cool. And then I, I, I was following the account. I was like, this guy is still, he, he for like an hour and a half after he won the 125,000, like it was settled. There was, he was up by like points. There was no question of stat correction, but he was still tilting bait slate stuff with the rest of us. Like he had just $125,000, man. Come on, enjoy the night, you know, enjoy one night. I don't know. I don't know how much he's got down. He's probably got down a fair amount. Of, uh, I can see 80, yeah, oh, 80 entries, dude. Man after my own heart playing for ROI. Love it. I don't think you should be 150 maxing anymore. If you are 150 maxing, I think you're leaving money on the table. Granted, lunch money won it, but you know, he won it with an extremely negative RLI lineup. So I feel like if you integrate that over a long period, it's probably still not a good thing to do, even though it won a fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was. So right. that's that's the math guy in me. You can see how being a math guy gets you in trouble sometimes. I should scroll beyond one lineup and one story. 49,600, again, outside of our range. This was a loose night, and that's not even fully stacked. <clears throat> okay, so one and two, we're definitely playing it loose. Every other one in the top five until number seven, which again, check, man. Playing it fast and loose over there. This is a five stack with a lot of money on the table. I don't I don't think I'm going to get to that. Tenor's playing it with full stacks, 49.8. I think I'm going to go with more of that. I'm, I'm sticking by my guns. Let's see what it gets us to today. Sticking with just 49,800 to um, 50,000 in baseball. Because, again, this slate size was 7. Tonight's slate is bigger. Tonight's slate is 12. So we can't exactly port over every lesson from that slate. Oh, yeah. And this is the first time I've looked at the result of this run. So let me walk you through. What am I doing? I'm doing those 
do I want to win money tonight? No, it's a 20 max. Who cares? So I'm going to do 95th percentile to try to win $20 tickets to the weekend. And I'm going to do five uniques to, to sample the face space well. And I'm going to make sure I've got the good guys in large proportions. I'm not going to take 90% Blake Snell because I am a human and I understand risk. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough for everybody else, but being a human and understanding risk. All right. I'm not going to get the 60% Blackburn by the same token. So I, I've goosed Blackburn and um, Gallon because they're going against Seattle and San Francisco, who are two of the worst strikeout teams in baseball. Uh, Blake Snell is actually going against Colorado, which is one of the other worst strikeout teams in baseball. So let me pop that up there. Um, yeah, I should, I'll check the Council of Dudes after, but I think that's pretty fair for, yeah, I think Snell is a standout. You know what? He's, I will take a little extra action of Snell and hopefully that'll take it away from my Blackburn because, okay, come on, what's going on? He's fine. But, okay, I have changed his projection. What do I want for Blackburn? I don't want more than 30% Blackburn. Okay. I have to, if you change the computers like priors to saying, hey, Paul Blackburn is going to smash, then it's going to give you lineups that assume Paul Blackburn is going to smash. And we all know he's still Paul Blackburn. He's probably not going to smash. So you need to reflect probably not going to smash with your ownership limits. Um, but I still do think like in terms of upside, you want, I mean, if you're playing, I'm playing 20 lineups tonight, including Gallon and Blackburn is questionable. I could just play Snell, Strider and Castillo. I think they are by far the best plays on the slate by multiple points, probably a strikeout or two. But given the opponents, I think Gallon and Blackburn have similar upside in a small, yeah, not quite. Okay, I want more Strider and I want less Gallon. But still, like, I want double Gallon if possible. Because um, because I think those opponents are worth the leverage because the upside just gets you there. Like, they strike themselves out. Like, I don't think I have up the, yeah, I'm not going to go searching for that page again. All right, let's go to team stacks. I did make some changes. The ballpark factors weren't major today, but since it's a lot of games and I want slide advantages, I, I did some stuff. Couldn't do anything with Kaufman going both ways. Um, Yankee stadium plus 15% home runs. I reflected that in a plus and plus 2% runs. I reflected that. in I think a 5% boost, I did a, a minus 5%, I think for a few more. Minus 10% for the Coliseum, minus 10% for Wrigley. Uh, the, the Coliseum being the Oakland Coliseum. I don't know if there's another Coliseum right now. Uh, yeah, I think that's all that I do. Yeah, I didn't do Lone Depot Park. Don't do that. Although, so, okay. It's in a dome, but we've now seen this a, a few times where there seems to be a non-zero correlation of the outside conditions with the dome's performance. So... I'm still not doing it, but I'm not convinced that whatever like um, humidity monitoring system or whatever they're doing is completely good for a ballpark of that size. And like on a humid day or something, some part of the conditions outside may be reflected in the conditions inside the dome, uh, just because it, it seems like that's happening a lot in Miami. I mean, and also I've been to my, how do you change the air in Miami? It's so, so humid, right? So insert sometimes, sometimes of the year, I don't know, maybe all of the year. Uh, and in that case, it wouldn't be reflected in a change from baseline. So, okay, I'm going to stop yammering. Uh, okay, none of none of the people whose runs I've changed wound up in my initial stacks. That's curious. Definitely not going to wind up with 80% uh, Cleveland stacks. Again, I'm a human. I have a risk tolerance. Although yesterday went pretty well in baseball, going slightly more stack 
maximum. So I might leave these at 40 instead of 35. Yeah, it's better to round a little. And again, this um, these lineups won't even be in my, my pool later. I'm going to completely re rebuild. So this is just kind of walking you through where I want to be and getting me to, you know, um, who are my guys, et cetera, for the day. So we're sorting them by uniques by 95th percentile. Oh, you can't meet my exposures. Okay, well, that's uh, weird. So they want to jam in Washington, Cleveland, and the White Sox. It's fine with me. I'm not like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say otherwise. Those are going to be lower owned than they should be stacks. Yep. Um, one of them is also the highest score in Cleveland. So I'll put them in the order. Cleveland, wa uh, White Sox, Washington. It's fine if you want to play Dodgers. It's fine if you want to play Houston. I think I just have them low owned because they're expensive and high owned. So like, I assume as stack leverages go, that's not great. Um, you know, I'm a cheer for the Dodgers too. So I don't like my money and my cheering to be in the same, uh, same. It's like a doubling down, you know, I don't, I'd rather have it hedged. So the Dodgers do well, I win happiness. The Dodgers do badly, I win money. That's what I mean by hedging my happiness. Okay, uh, so <laughs> that's possibly, uh, okay. Oh, I didn't limit my stacks. Gotta limit my stacks on a slate like this. These are not in play. No stacks, not in play. You know what, let's just let's just limit it to the good ones. All of them unclicked. Five, three, five, two. Um, four, 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 three, and five. These are the stacks that are okay for a slate like this for me on the balance of the season, although you saw, and some of you maybe even watching, you know, you can play it a little looser if you want to, if you want to include some other stacks. It gives you leverage on the field. A lot of guys like me are, are playing strict, strict stacked. Like you can see how many, yeah, this is going to add up to all of them. And also strict salary. Like my settings today were, 49,800 to 50,000. Am I going to change that because of one much smaller slate a week ago? No. But based on the what we've seen here, you know, I do it every day. And this setting hits like 80% of top fives, 80%-ish of top tens, maybe more like 60% top tens. I don't know. It's more than half of them. And it, it doesn't feel like it overly constrains the field. Like you see, I was very easily able to, to still build my full pool and stuff. So... Anyway, that's, I think, more or less all I got to say for this slate. Yeah, I've got, did I break these down into studs and stuff? I guess not. So Snell's your stud to stuff. Strider's there too, but we're not really stuffing him. Um, and then we've got, and I mean, same deal with Castillo. So I, I'm going to put Snell, Strider, and Castillo as studs to stuff, but you can see I'm probably getting to more Snell than the other ones. And then our leverage arms are Gallon and Blackburn. If you need, no, I don't, I don't like the other guys. I I would have to be sold on one of these other guys. None of these other guys really stand out and uh, have a good game situation, game script or anything. They're like another step down. That's why I've had to, I don't love having just five pitchers um, that I'm recommending you 150 max, maxers even, but I don't know, Schmidt against Toronto, Eovaldi against Boston, Kikuchi again. Okay, maybe Kikuchi against the Yankees. I can see that upside. I don't know, 20% of the time. You can play that if you got 150 lineups. Um, but yeah, really, really slim pickings down here. These guys are not, not, we got a bunch of mediocre players pitching against a bunch of great hitting teams who like to hit the pitches that the mediocre pitchers pitch. So 
It's going to be a wild slate. We're going to see some weird scores. I expect a few of these guys to get completely demolished. A few of them to probably ruin the slate. But I'm, I'm not going to take my shots. Uh, but the way I said that, as one of 50 maxers, you probably should. All right, guys. Remember, um, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. Sometimes it's us. <laughs>